Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on season four, episode number one, the Songs Edition. It's a season premiere of the Songs Edition for season four, Andy. How are you doing? Yes, doing well. How about you? Good. It's November 17th, 2022. We are uh, just had our anniversary. We're going to be kicking off a new album of the week, kicking off the new year. And we're going to talk music, concert, tours, yep. and music Hello. notes. Grammy Grammy news, but first of all, first we're gonna start something new this year for the songs. If you remember last week's, did you do your homework, Dan? Your homework was Pat Benatar, "Love Is a Battlefield" video. I did my homework. I watched it. I pulled it up on YouTube. Pat Benatar, the recent inductee into the Hall of Fame, um, we had to watch the "Love Is a Battlefield" music video, and she was. Very ahead for her time. A big story in the background of yeah. music video playing, uh, actors and actresses. It was a full deal. And that was 85, right? Taxi dancers we had, yes. No, that was 83, I think. Three, yep. So yeah. very interesting to see all that tie together um, and how she reported uh, our, our last album of the week was Live from Earth, Pat Benatar. And that was a live compilation, but they also released two new studio tracks at the same time. Yeah. Now we got something kind of similar this week. All right, far away. What do you got? Album of the week. It's it's Ronnie James Deal for the Dio fans out there. It's Ronnie James Deal. The album is called Dio. Sacred Heart and what I'll do is move away this uh hide. Dio's Sacred Heart is the album review of the week and and let's Let's go through this. We've done two other Dio albums. This was the third studio album by American heavy metal band Dio, released in 1985, peaked at number 29 on the charts. It includes the singles Rock and Roll Children and Hungry for Heaven. Now, let's go through the personnel. Now, we've done Holy Diver, and we've done The Last in Line. Yep. And so those were the first two studio albums by Dio. And if you read the the reviews and whatnot, the first two albums were, were the best. Yes. Uh, not much compares with Last in Line, Holy Diver. This came on the heels of two successful albums and, and got some very mediocre reviews, although it was a very good album. Here's the personnel. It's Ronnie James Dio on vocals, Vinny Apache on the drums, Jimmy Bain on the bass, Claude Schnell on keyboards big presence on this album keyboards really yeah. came back and guitar was vivian campbell now vivian campbell this is the last album he appeared on and so this was the last Dio album to include guitarist vivian campbell who was fired midway through the album's tour so they did this they did the recording they released the album they're on tour and he left halfway through now a rift occurred during the recording of this album between Dio and Campbell. Dio stated in an afterwards, in an interview afterwards, basically saying that, you know, Viv, Viv really wasn't there for this record. And, and so they got, they brought in Craig Goldie and Craig Goldie was the guitarist going forward. They brought him in very talented guy, uh, uh, good stuff. But, but Craig Goldie then had to go on tour and play all of the Dio songs that Vivian Campbell uh, did in the past. So what they did was Holy Diver and Last in Line were the top albums before this came out. And 
Recently, they released a new two CD double Alexa, uh, deluxe edition in March of 2012 through Universal. Um, they released a two CD deluxe edition. Now, clocking in at only 38 minutes and 50 seconds, this is the shortest of Dio's albums, certified gold. And um, so that's what we've got for that. Here's the track listing. It is nine songs. Dio, of course, is the uh, the vocalist for all these. King of Rock and Roll, it starts off with. Sacred Heart, song number two, that's the title track. Song three is Another Lie. Song four is Rock and Roll Children. Um, there is a music video for that as well, Rock and Roll Children. I did watch that for my homework uh, for this week. The next uh, song five is Hungry for Heaven. That was uh, one of the songs released. Six, song six is Like the Beat of a Heart. Song seven is Just Another Day. Song eight, Fallen Angels. Song nine is Shoot, Shoot. Now the album cover, the artist for the album cover is Robert Florzak, currently living in Germany. He's been an artist for four decades. Four decades. Uh, now he's an also a very good artist. In fact, some of his artwork is hanging in the home of Mel Gibson right now. Mel Gibson has some of his artwork in his house. Also, Michael Jackson had some at his at his uh, ranch. In fact, the logo for Neverland was done by Robert Florzak. The logo, the Neverland Ranch logo was done by this guy. Very strange. Uh, I thought I'd bring it up because it's a very yeah. strange deal. Now, what they did, um, let's see. Oh, the dragon, by the way, you know, it's uh, the dragon's name was Dean. Although the press renamed it Denzel, Denzel, the dragon. Now, what they did in 2012 for this deluxe edition CD, they released a bunch of live songs. Um, I'm sorry. The, the album after this is Intermission, which is a live compilation, a live uh, tracks, kind of like Pat Benatar last week we right. talked about. Intermission was released. It was some downtime uh, after Dio did the tour. They never had released a live album before, so they released an album called Intermission. But they put a, a studio track on there because they brought in craig goldie as the guitarist they brought in the title track uh a studio track that he did called time to burn time to burn and um so craig goldie that got him in that way wanted to make him you know you know part of the group include him he did all the touring so they released the live version live track called intermission which was all previously released songs already I personally don't even have that recording, but I had to go back and listen to Time to Burn because I didn't know that track even existed. They released a, a single track called Time to Burn, and Craig Goldie's got some good guitar work. Very good. Now, do you, do you have anything on Craig Goldie or Vivian Campbell? Not Craig or Vivian Campbell. I do have some notes on Vivian Campbell. Um, as I said, this is his last album. I, from what I read and did research on it, from what I recall, Unlike most bands, when a guitarist and the lead singer have an issue and leave, drugs and drinking had nothing to do with this. I think it was just oh. two alpha males were just button heads, I think. My opinion for what I've read. Um, maybe I kind of, because I favor both guys, so I don't want to find issues with it either, you know. But I think it was just two alpha males, button heads. Um, Vivian Campbell did leave. He went on to do some stuff with uh, Thin Lizzy, 
He did some stuff with Lou Graham's solo albums, White Snake, and he ended up replacing Stephen Clark in Def Leppard. Uh, Stephen Clark passed away in uh, 91. Then 92, Vivian Campbell replaced him. One of his first shows with them was at the Freddie Mercury Tribute Concert, uh, April of 92. Okay. And if you watch that, it's kind of when you watch Vivian playing, it's kind of like when you see a Try not to bring sports into it, but when you see a new athlete go to a, an athlete go to a new team, he's kind of refreshed and revived, and you can see his enthusiasm again. That's what I saw when you watch that Freddie Mercury concert when Vivian's out there with Def Leppard. He's kind of like refreshed and new again. Um, first well, couple albums you see White Snake tour or Def Leppard touring, he seems fresh would, with him. Would it be fair to say that Vivian Campbell, after working with with Dio on those first two albums, but just was drained and right. just was ready to move on to something new. Mm -hmm. It may have had nothing to do with the deal or right. the other guys or whatever. He just didn't, he wasn't there. He was yep. focused on other things. The best thing that happened to him was move to a new band or bands and then take off fresh. Like you said. Yep. I, I'd say it was just, it was, it had nothing to do with alcohol or drugs. It was just a thing. Um, but yeah, he did do some stuff with, uh, like I said, Lou Graham's second solo album. He filled it with Thin Lizzy and did some stuff with White Snake. Um, one thing is, uh, what was my note here? Song Hungry for Heaven, if you recall. Again, trying not to tie sports into it too much. It was also in the movie soundtrack for Vision Quest. Oh, really? A movie about a high school wrestler, yes. So that's so there's kind of a, a note there. That's where uh, that came out. I know that was popular in high school, that song, but I, I saw the movie Vision Quest later, I think, and yeah. I didn't know it at the time. And you weren't putting the two and two together, like, hey, there's a deal song. You know, no, no. and uh, also, um, the, that song got the main guitar riff and was heavily in, influenced and inspired by. And now, here's your homework to go back and listen to it and find out the Who's Bubba O'Reilly. So, uh, go back and check out the Who's uh, Bubba. So, that was that. that guitar riff inspired. Inspired, okay. It wasn't sampled. It wasn't copied. It was inspired. So, okay. So you, so you catch the difference on the two when you listen to those. But um, I've always kind of been a Vivian Campbell fan. Um, I mean, he's not like Mount Rushmore of guitarists or anything for me. But, you know, I've enjoyed his work. Yep. Of that song. Um, and I think he was – when we re he replaced Stephen Clark, which was, in my – again, big shoes to fill. Def Leppard – had gone through everything. Uh, Rick Allen had lost his arm. They still stuck together as a band. They've gone through everything, and now you have a guitarist die. You've got to pick up. Uh, Phil Collin, the other guitarist in Def Leppard, has had nothing but great things to say about Vivian Campbell. Vivian Campbell has had some health issues, but he's still touring today with Def Leppard. Okay. So they're all still together. Wow. Um, so that's one thing I've – Def Leppard is one of those few bands, with the exception of a death – it's the same guys. Not a wow. lot of bands can say that. Not a lot of bands 40, 30 years, 30, 40 years into it could say they're the same guys. You know, um, Metallica can't. Jason Newstead, they booted him out and had someone else come in. You know, so they're not the same band. Uh, a lot of other bands, you know, Whitesnake definitely hasn't had the same people, for God's sake. I think Coverdale's only the original one left. Yeah. Um, you know, so the sound going back to the deal, Sacred Heart, all of all, like I said, 
Hungry for Heaven was a very good song. I liked that song. Maybe because it got good, the airplay through the Vision Quest movie. It was kind of a popular one. But again, a lot of the other album after that, Hungry for Heaven, I think the rest of the album was mediocre at best. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm saying mediocre at best, not for Dio standards, but just standards in general. Yeah. You know, Dio standards, it was poor. But when you go to their rock album, it was a pretty good album. But when you then you get the marquee that says Dio, ooh, this is bad. Yeah, yeah it's, I, and I've got some of those uh, subsequent ones, and I like I like them. I like to listen to them, but you're not putting them in over and over and over. Uh, right. It's these first, the first two, and in fact, this one. Yeah. These and by halfway through, three are all your greatest hits from Dio is going to be on these three albums. And by halfway through this one, you remember why you haven't listened to it in three years? Yeah. You know, um, it's a good one for a car ride. So it said forty minutes. You could get to work and back on this album. You know, so it's good every now and then. Listen, it's not a, oh, Thursday, it's Dio Day. No, it's not one of those albums at all. But uh, Dio was. Now, the, the, uh, on the side there is, um, there's inscription around the border on the yeah. left and right side that it's some, it's a Latin phrase there. And um, it's something about the, the Sacred Heart, uh, something kind of a Dioism there going on in the back. But that is a Latin phrase uh, that ties back to the title track song. And so um, very good. But but the uh, the accompanying stage show was a spectacle involving a mechanized dragon and laser effects captured on the VHS uh, Sacred Heart, the video and later on DVD as well. So if you get a chance to see that, uh, he was very involved with. One of the first ones in laser, a lot of laser on the shows on the con in concert. Well, you got to remember '85. What was going on in '85? Uh Iron Maiden with Eddie out there. Um, yeah. It's with their stage shows. All the stuff was still kind of you know. Um, yeah, it was '85, but you can go to other um, facilities and watch Pink Floyd, The Wall, the laser shows, all the stuff. So bands were trying to get into that and. That wasn't really Dio's thing, but that's what the people wanted, so that's what people got. So, but yep. Yeah. So that's that's all I've got for uh, for Dio's review of Sacred Heart. Good album, um, yep. the worst of the three, but still very good. Right. The rest all drop off, but these first three uh, is the trifecta, if you will. Yeah, and I'm not and I'm not saying it's because Vivian Campbell left. It's just kind of I think the mojo was gone. You know, they all worked together. You took one piece out, just something was missing. And these, you know, this this went gold, and nothing else of Dio's has has charted at all. You know, the, there was a there was a best of the Beast of Dio. It was called the, yeah. the best of went gold, but nothing else in between. And he keeps when he was alive, they were they were pumping out records a lot right. more than what I knew was even out there. I was surprised to see how many albums are out there, but. Um, yeah. Very high quality as well as far as the production, the artwork, the the lyrics, the stories, all very in depth, typical deal. But uh, you know, no one was buying them uh, from the from the from the music stores. Any other notes, Andy? Uh, just one more note about the Vivian Campbell deal connection, if you will. Around that time is when they did Stars, a hearing aid album called a song oh. called Stars. It was around the whole. Um, uh, band aids stuff, Africa, heavy metal artists got together. They did a song called Stars, 
It was a Ronnie James Dio thing. Vivian Campbell does perform on that too. Watch the video. You see a bunch of the other names in there. It's kind of cool. It's the heavy metal version of, like I said, USA for Africa and Band-Aid. So it's kind of cool to watch that too. It's not official homework. Um, we'll say it's extra credit. Is it star? You said S-T-A-R? S-T-A-R-S. Stars. Stars. We are stars. Yeah. Um, I have not. I know I've not seen that. I'll bet you have not. Yes, I've got the video. I had the 45 when it came out. Um, yes. The video, that's extra credit for your homework. Um, you don't have to watch Vision Quest, but maybe just kind of look at the soundtrack. Go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hungry for Heaven was in that. I remember that now. You know. I may have to do that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, this came out in 85, so we're talking many years. Yep. Many moons ago. Any uh, tour concert updates? Yes, I do have a few of those things coming up here. Uh, first of all, oops, wrong page. Just right here. We do have concerts at Target Center December 5th, Five Finger Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert. Now, he is a country artist, but he has toured with rock bands before, done other stuff with rock bands. So if you do go and see this first guy come out in a cowboy hat in Copenhagen and just relax. It's okay. All is well. Excellent Center, December 23rd, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yes. Shout out to Rick Rock and Roll on that one. Yes. Um, they're doing two shows that day, though. They're not usually here for a couple days. They're here one day, two shows, 3 right. and 7.30. Um, Medina, December 10th, is Hairball with Strange Days. And I also heard coming up, uh, I think it's in February, it's going to be Bullet Boys and Firehouse, like we mentioned before. So that's another good one coming up there. That'd be good. And at the Music Room in St. Michael, February 7th and 8th, it's a little ways away. They're doing a collaboration. It's called Southern Rock and Blues Rock. It's going to be bands playing everything from, from the Allman Brothers to ZZ Top. To Leonard Skinner, everything? Every, everything. that Whatever you consider Southern Rock or Blues Rock. Southern Rock. Those two days. So that might be an interesting go-do. That might be a wow. little fun thing. Has there ever been a a group, uh, something like that, compilation? Um, There's some that do that, that do Southern Rock. They kind of mix a lot of them together. Uh, these are just a bunch of different bands. I don't know if it's one band doing them all. It just has to be two concerts covering Southern Rock and Blues Rock is all they had on their advertisement on their website. Okay. So I don't know if it's going to be just a few guys doing it together, or a few different bands, how it's going to work out. Um, but I am very excited to go see that one. I've never been to that facility to see a concert. So I have it penciled in on my calendar. Little uh, little Molly Hatchet maybe. Maybe Molly Hatchet in there. Some ZZ Top. I'm guessing Tom Petty. You got Southern Rock, Blues Rock. I'd say Tom Petty. Um, would you have uh, Steve Ray Vaughan? I would guess it would be in something like that. Like I said, Skinnerd, and also Lake Jam, Lake Front Jam, and Prior Lake. The Rock one day, Country the next. First week of July. That's in yeah, that's July. Leonard Skinnerd and Ario Speedwagon. Wow. Yes. They they have done really well. Uh, Leonard Skinnerd and Ario Speedwagon. That would be a fun one to go to also. Got some family in Prior Lake, might have to crash at their house that night. Yeah, that'd be a blast. Uh, they've done well there at Lakefront. Yep. Yep. So that's another big one coming in the summer. For those of you who are summer concert. Festivals are kind of starting to book names now because we're a couple years post-COVID. Everybody's getting ready to go tour. And 
oh my god, people still have money they want to spend on this stuff, and bands want to go out and perform to make money because they haven't for a couple of years. So there's gonna be a lot more of these festivals and things like that starting up in the summer. They're trying to book bands now, so you'll see those advertisements and uh, save up your vacation dates at work and get time off now. Awesome. All right, everyone, that's all we got for tonight. Uh, do your homework. We'll see you next week, and have a good one. See ya.